RadioInfluence.com. Well, welcome back to a new episode of the You're Not Rock podcast. My name is Elizabeth. I'm Millennial. And I'm Nicole. And I'm a Gen Xer. You're always so nice on the intro, I feel like. What do you mean? When you're talking to the, exactly, when you're talking to the audience, like, and I'm Nicole. I'm, I'm not, Gen X. I'm not and then being you talk gentle. to me like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm not being nice. I'm mm. just being. Is that your customer service voice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel I'm, that. I'm Nicole and I'm a Gen Xer. Well, I'm glad you are. How's Thank your week you. going this week? My week's been pretty good. You know what I mean? Like I'm taking control. Oh, I, I've done some scheduling for myself this week that has been a game changer. Okay. So like I subscribe to a box. <laughs> okay. I, I subscribe to. A box. What kind of box? Um, it's Spice Girls only. It's a box. It's a box. Okay, it's I'm, a box subscription. I must ask. I'm I'm gonna ask this and then I'm gonna give what I think it is. Family. Spice Girls is in like the group or the spice, and I hope it's a spice and you just get a random ass spice every week. That would actually be kind of cool. Would that be fun? A spice that you don't know how to cook with. It's like here's marjoram. Good fucking yeah, luck. Yeah, marjoram's a little, <laughs> or cream of tartar. I got, um, <laughs> for my birthday, my parents, it's very nice. They got me a a spice spinner. Oh, that's got, nice. Like, it's like a Lazy Susan. But yeah, I know spicy. what it is. I yeah. like to cook, so yeah, it, it was nice. Nice. I know that about you. But um, I had a few spices in there that I was like, the fuck? You gave me a whole vial of this shit? Like, what am I supposed to Look, do? Cream of tartar will last you 10 years. Right. You're not going to use a lot. I have, and like. And marjoram as well. Herbs de Provence. And oh, I'm like, what the fuck? Provence? Fu- you, you can use that a lot. I learned that later, but I was like, the fuck is this? So I got a journal from my Spice Girl subscription, which is um, a, sub- <laughs> a subscription is not a good word. For, it's not an easy word for me. But subscription I got from um, Spice Girls um, Salon. It's a Tampa salon. I hope you feel it. I hope you understand that we're going to have to cut all this out. Are we? Because they did not pay for this. <laughs> Oops. Anyway. I, I, I'm joking. I know. Anyway, anyway, it's a good box. And she's doing a really great job with it. And one of the things I got was a journal that, like, gives you the ability to schedule time. So it's a it's a journal. It's a journal with a calendar in it. But it's, but so it's with a journal. Each, which each day. I have one of those. You do? I do. So I. I you I, don't I, see it because it's internal got personal internal journal yeah you don't even know what i need to do i don't know what you be doing that's fine but um (laughs) so anyway that helped me this week just scheduling out the time for what i was going to be doing i do that every week i do that every day so today today i had you know pod podding we we were going to meet up we had a little lunch yeah that was nice i had that in there and we're podding i had some other activities yeah in between i wrote those down yeah if it's time certain I put it down. That's what I do. So that I know, like, at 1230, you got to be at this thing. Yep. And then today, we're here right now, and I put that down. I put my stuff down, and then guess what? I put my family stuff down, which, oh, <coughs> wow. boy, oh, boy, oh. That seems like it, get, it creates a like whole nother dynamic yeah. of what needs to be done. Anyway, it was a good thing, and um, I, I, I um... It helped me, you know. So before I was come, before I came here, I stopped at like my normal neighborhood place, right, where I might like come before I go to the podcast, just to kind of oh. like what? Okay. 
I mean, I oh, didn't you know. didn't know I did this. I didn't know that I was left out of this activity. But yeah. That's fine. <laughs> if we don't meet beforehand, sometimes I, you know, like I can do it at home because you know my guys don't really that's fine. bother I me. I went somewhere too. That's cool. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> my guys don't bother me. They're good, but like sometimes I need to get out and just kind of like observe people or whatever. And just sit down there and, like, write my notes to try to get nah. my thoughts together and have a glass of wine. That's yeah. what I normally do. No, I feel that. I was playing like I was jealous. I wasn't. Okay. I know you're not. <laughs> you have all the time in order. You can do what you want to do. I can do whatever you, I want. You do whatever you want. I got a planner full of secret life. things that I can do. Um. So I'm I'm at my place in my neighborhood. And I'm I'm in my notebook. You know, I got my, my notebook here. And I'm writing notes and I'm listening to stuff and I'm trying to get my thoughts together. And, like, a lady comes up to me. Um. Oh, good lord. Oh, this. Okay. Is it not time for that? No, 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 no. I it, mean, I'm just. It is time for that. I'm just sharing. I didn't know we were going. So I only know this because you texted me about it like ten minutes ago. I did. So I'm excited for the story, but um, I'm like, I wasn't. I, right. I. You know what? I'm gonna go on record as saying I've never experienced this. Okay. So can I say just for like, because this is an audio medium, yeah. so people can't see us. So talk about it. You are black. I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Last Just, time I, I, I'm for real, like real black. Are you? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real black person. I'm not the arbiter. From America. Yeah. I'm not the judge of that. So no, I'm, I'll take I'm your true. word for it. I'm true black. Um, yeah, you're black. So mm-hmm. keep going. I feel like that just, cause people black. can't see you. You did. Yeah. I don't know what I look like. I'm black. <laughs> I'm brown skin and I'm black and I'm from the South. I'm from Virginia. If you can't hear the that. The original. That accent. So, yeah, okay. The original place. So this woman comes up to you. So we're at the bar. I'm sitting in the bar. I'm writing my notes. I'm having a glass of wine. And, um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm real. I'm real. I'm a real one. So anyway, to sum the story up, she came up to me and she started to stroke my hair. She, she. I can't process. What? Like I Why believe, are you not I believe you. It? it really, I believe you. Okay, so thank you because me too. But like that's crazy. <laughs> but you know what though, <laughs> I'm not I've a heard person of that. that is going to just like go crazy on you because you touched my hair. You've definitely made it out to see like you will no, fuck somebody up. I know it seems like I'll fuck you up, and I will. <laughs> But not about that because okay. she she was like she she literally put her hands to the scalp of my head. Oh, good lord! And went down. She went down, and she was like, "Yo, this is so beautiful! Like, how do you do this?" She's touching me as she's saying. Has she never seen a black person before? So I'm like, okay. I said, I I, I grabbed her hand, and I'm like, "What's your name?" <laughs> And she was like, whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give you some information right now. Like, a lot of black women do not like you to come up to them and touch their hair. It's offensive to them. So, like, I just want you to know that I'm not mad. I know you like it and you're curious. I said, but I need you to know that if you do this to another person, they may not like it. And she was like, I've never heard that before. (sighs) 
Shut the fuck up, Linda. Yes, you have. I mean, I'm not going to call her Linda. I know what Karen. her name was. And I'm like, I, I don't said, know who I she know. is. And I she don't. was like, my daughter has like really kinky, curly hair. And like, we're always trying to figure out what to do with it. And like, I know. I said, I know. I said, but I'm just trying to let you know, you can't do that to everybody because they will get really don't, mad at you. I mean, don't touch me in general. Don't touch people. Right. Um, I've So this feels like a cliche. Like, I feel like I've heard this a lot. It happens. It happens. But it had not happened to me. See, that's the thing is like, I like uh, when people say it happens, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that does happen. Like, I don't doubt that that happens. Yeah. But I've never like a real like in real time. I know. Because you like immediately were like, someone just touched my hair. And I was like, what? (laughs) I know. I'm like, damn. And you know what? I honestly think it's happened before. And you just didn't register it. I just didn't have anybody to really bounce it off of well i'm glad to be here for you yeah so you know what i'm not overly offended i'm um, not i i wouldn't so like people have said off the wall shit to me like or not as off the wall as like physically touching me but they have said things to me but uh i do draw the line at like physical contact like you can this is not double dare you cannot touch me right you, please stay away i felt as though i was like an an exhibit a little bit <laughs> and she she literally got to my scalp, which is an intimate That's place. Just, uh, like I could see maybe like like oh, oh what's the going ends on? like right. you just touch someone by she, the ends. She went here. That's very odd. And then she went. She stroked it down, and I was like, "So here's the thing. I know you, and you, you are a clean person. Yeah, but I'm not going up to a random person touching their scalp because that's gross." I don't know what you've been doing today. Right. You could be very disgusting. Exactly. I could be. I could have had these braids for three months. Right. (laughs) And so she was like, how does it happen? How long does it take? What do they do? And I, I I just, you were educated her. We're not in Kansas. Okay. This is not North Dakota. We got Google. Right. And so then she's like, I've never heard a person say that black women don't like their hair touched. She was, she, I, did someone is. And I said. Are you on somebody's All list? you have to do is Google black women touching their hair. I would have been like, where's Ashton? <laughs> this isn't real. Yeah, am I being punked? Or How do you real? not know that? I know. Yeah. Anyway, it was just one of those little funny things that happened. So, I mean, funny, I, yeah. I'm all good. She, and she ended up buying me a glass of wine. It was fine. But like. Maybe what she do? Ladies. She was like, maybe like. Like. Do you think she was sitting on you? No, 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 not at all. Okay, if someone, she was an older lady and it it wasn't. That means nothing. I know, but it wasn't about that. She really didn't, she thought it was okay. And I kind of just want to let all the white ladies out there know. (laughs) The 10 people who listen to this. Exactly. The the five people that listen to this. Like (laughs) you and me. (laughs) Don't go up to black girls and stroke their braids. I think we know that. I think we do that. It could in badly I think I'm gonna say okay so that happened to me on my way here but other than that I mean and it was still fine because I got like a nice free glass of wine and it was cool that's what I'm saying that's the part where I'm like if someone touches me and then buys me a drink at a bar I feel like I'm being propositioned here she was a proposition man I ain't (laughs) like her no way but she was she she ended up being cool she she schooled me on some things she was an older lady it was all good all right yeah I'm happy for you. Thank you. That you had this experience. Question mark. Yeah, <laughs> I know about getting a hair touch now. Well, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't even know how to respond to that. So I'm just going to keep... It's all good. It's good. So I'm going to keep moving. Okay, what up? What, you don't, what happened? I was going to say, you don't really ask me, but I'll tell you about Oh, my, how was your week, Thank Elizabeth. you for asking. How did you... How, what's going on with you? You know what? It's been an interesting week. Um, I'm really tired. Me too. I've been pulling a lot, a lot of all-nighters recently, so I'm really tired. Um, but then also, um, you know, just getting back to... Getting back to normal life. Everything's opening up about... From COVID, pub trivia is back. I won. Ooh, di- this girl right here has got some good luck. It's not luck when it's trivia. You have She's to know smart. the answers. She's actually smart and <laughs> Thank she got you. luck. That's all I asked. You win all the stuff you do. We Well, yeah, I had a team, so it wasn't just me. But we won pub trivia last week. That was great. Cool. Yeah, and I've been reading um, or actually listening to Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh. Which has been interesting. What did you learn? Absolutely nothing. Oh, damn. And I thought I would. Everyone, like, talks about this book like it's, like, the shit. Mm -hmm. I think the thing is that, like, it was written so long ago that by now all the things... The rules don't apply. Well, what the... No, what they had to say has been, like, taken by, like, a lot of other people and kind of dispersed in other ways. Because there Mm -hmm. are things I'm hearing and I can't... I can't think of one off the bat, but there are things I'm hearing where I'm like, I have heard that before. Well, you like know what? Like wake up at 6 a.m.? No. like Do there was, everything before people get up? Like there was one thing that he says in the book, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he's like, um, you know, it's not you're responsible for how you react to things, not necessarily like how what happens to you. You're you're the person who gets to decide how you react. Reaction is very important. It but is. I've heard it's that the hardest before. thing ever. Like though. I didn't need to read. So I think that you know, I don't know. A little disappointed in the book, to be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> he keeps saying right now. I'm only on the first part. He's like the PC. The PPPC principle, and I'm like Broski. You gotta like. <laughs> <laughs> The go- <laughs> the goose who laid the golden egg is a PPCP, and I'm like, I can't. So you've been reading that, yeah? Okay, it's trying. I mean, you yeah, know, you want your productivity it. to go up. Well, so you said that thing about like the scheduling. Yeah. Have you ever heard about the Pomodoro? I heard about the Pomodoro sauce at Carabas. <laughs> so fair enough. It's about the t- it's similar name similarly named to the tomato. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pomodoro is where you do like 25 minutes fully focused on one activity yeah five minutes break yeah and then you do that a few times and then you take like a long break of like 15 or 20 minutes makes sense so i've done that actually i started that in college because i realized like with phones and computers and stuff i just couldn't concentrate so i do that now and yeah so pomodoro and scheduling out like what you know is time certain yeah very nice it works for me i mean one one key i've i've learned i learned a long time ago when i was really just a writer and working for a newspaper was, you know, in the morning when you get up, just get up and write for like 15 minutes. Like even if it's gobbledygook, just type it out. I've tried that, but it doesn't. It didn't work for you? Well, I feel like, I don't know. I always just blame my circadian rhythm. I'm like, I'm just not made, you know, I got to You don't get up early. I'm a, a night owl for sure. I used to be, it's called... A child. Yeah, I was going to say. It changes you. So I saw an interesting headline. What? Okay, so um, this week in news, if you had to guess whether or not, I don't even know how to ask you this, but I do think it's hilarious, so I want to talk about it. What? Uh, Batman. Which one? Selfish or giving lover? 
He's definitely selfish. You think? I'm not a big Batman fan because he's like a trust fund baby. Well, apparently um, DC came out and said that heroes do not do that. They don't go down on people. They are DJ Khaled, apparently. (laughs) We're the best. So. (laughs) Batman doesn't. Isn't that. Reserve. He doesn't um, return the favor. He does not give. He takes. Apparently, I don't know about that. Like, Batman, so, you not that fly. So there's a series about Harley Quinn and the the villains okay. of DC. Yeah, and apparently in one of the scenes they wanted to have Batman giving to Catwoman. Who to Catwoman? Okay, obviously. I mean, would he choice. not need to? He should. <laughs> I think so. He didn't. But apparently, DC was like, you can't do that. Why? You cannot include that. And so the showrunner was like, why? And they said, well, we ha- we sell toys for children. And so Batman can't be. I mean, like, he kills people. Heroes can't go down on people. He kills people, though. Or else. He doesn't kill. Batman really does not kill he does people. Not he kill. just maims them. But he does have sex with people because he has had sex in the past. Yeah, he's a lover man. But he cannot give. So I thought this, this is super patriarchal and I, I don't was, like it. But I thought it was a funny story because it's like, this is where we've come. Like, if you looked at May 2020, yeah. it was like, everyone's dead. We can't leave our houses. Um, and now it's like, Batman doesn't go down on women. What a new story. I don't like that. No, I'm not down with that. Like, Batman, shut the hell up. <laughs> you need to do what needs to be done. Well, apparently in the series he did. So oh, he did, but it was blocked, so they couldn't run it. So was this in the comic book? This was in a like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Catwoman would have been the one he would have done. That's the thing, it right? It would have been <laughs> Ivy, Poison Ivy, or none of them. It would have been Catwoman. It would have been Catwoman, yeah. and he wants control. So you yeah. know, you know, it's come a, on. It's an interesting thing. There. This is whack. <laughs> Stop it. That's my one funny. Art. That's my one funny headline for this week. Is I'm like this. I like that this is a thing. We've we've turned the corner. The pandemic is 100 percent over. Because we're, we're now caring di- about unnecessary stuff. Because we're talking about what superheroes will or will not do on a cartoon. Right. So you know. Yeah. Small victories. For real. Except not really. I don't think I consider that a small victory. But <laughs> he needs to do what needs to be done. Yeah, I agree. I know you have news you want to bring up. And All you're right. just not doing it. So just do it. No, it's <laughs> not trade. that. You know, I'm trying to. I know. Yeah. That's I'm trying fine. To... All right. So what else has been going on this week? So um, I'll say keep. So one thing, this feels like the end of the era. Of who? Keeping up with the Kardashians is over. Yeah. The Kardashians ended, I think it was last week, Thursday. Yeah, I think so. I'm not actually a fan of the, like, keeping up with the Kardashian show. I You're not. not? No, I've not. I've watched it. I've watched it. I didn't really watch the early seasons, but I've watched, like, the last five seasons, pretty much. I, um, I get it as far as, like, I know that some people, like, I don't really judge the media that people want to watch. Yeah. You know, like, everybody has their thing. That's the thing is I'm into some fringe stuff. I'm more open about it. But everyone watches what they want to watch. Yeah. Um, But I just didn't see the appeal of it. Yeah. And what's funny is the only episodes I've watched have actually been with my father. (laughs) Why? He likes the Kardashians. So I walked, I remember walking into the house one day. And my dad is just like wrapped on the TV. Okay. And I like it's it's 
odd to see him like that because for the most part he doesn't really watch TV. Yeah, he's like one he of those, don't really pay attention. He's to TV. one of those men that's like gotta you you want to watch something with him and then he's five minutes in he's like he's doing something oh, else and he's yeah. like installing a fan. Yeah, like, exactly. When a that, ceiling fan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like wait a minute, I thought we were supposed to be we watching watch TV. This. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I see him like wrapped on this show and it was one of the episodes. I think it was I guess Courtney was giving birth to something and, and she pulled the baby out. I don't know what yeah. the fuck was going on. So I Courtney's like, a G. I sit next to him and I'm like, "What are you watching?" Yeah. And I'm starting to recognize these people. He goes, "Oh yeah, it's cute. it's the Kardashians, you yeah. know, the women with the big butts." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh okay." And you're watching this? Like you like this? And yeah. he was like, "I mean, no, but like it was on and I saw it." Yeah, I've caught that man watching it like a couple of times. And the funny part is, I wouldn't say he like watches the show like he's a fan. Yeah. But he certainly is aware of the plot lines. <laughs> And I'm really not. So I love it. Everyone likes to remind me that there's probably a reason that my father watches the Kardashians. Most of the time, men are when it's a show like that, they're just watching it for the aesthetics. And we're just not going to talk about that. It's part. okay. It's okay. But those are the only episodes. He's got to get some. He's got to get something in. All right. I mean, so yeah. like, I am not the show. I'm not m- that much of a fan of the show. But I do recognize that the Kardashians have played a big role in pop culture. For my generation, you know, like Kim and Courtney are Gen Xers. And are they really? They are. Yeah. Kim's 40 and Courtney's my age, like 42, 43. And so, like, they definitely have some of our same values and like they have the same like point of reference with stuff. So I'm I've I've always kind of been into them. And I mean, you know, they they have some ties to OJ. So, like, it's very Gen Xer in its whole makeup. Um, but so this week, of course, the Kardashians were over. And I'm not sad to see the show go. It was time. You know what I mean? I'll still keep... It's been time. It's been time. I'll keep up with them on social media. But I was very surprised that Time magazine in in specifically time.com came out with the story and the headline was keeping up with the kardashians is ending but their exploitation of black women's aesthetic continues and so this was time online and like the story got a lot of traffic and i was just a little bit surprised that time would take on this topic even right now even now, even in now, era, I feel like really time. Mean? Like I feel like time doesn't do that. Like it does not rock the boat this way. But it's necessary. But I don't think that's necessarily a. I don't think that's necessarily like a nuanced take on the Kardashians. It's like, not. I mean, for, we know we've known for years, and we've looked at them that the Kardashians. You know what? I don't want to say like it's blackface. It's not really blackface. There's um, there's a word for it. It's like blackfish or something. You know it's blackfishing, but you know what? They kind of do it well. So I'm gonna give you props. So what? You're not offended. I'm by gonna it? give you props because you do it well, but you're definitely taking cues from black women's aesthetic. I mean, everything from the way they do their plastic surgery. Yeah. Their hair, right. their fashion, their nails, 
the men they choose. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, you people got, can like what they like. I mean, they can like what they like, but it's it's, it's, it's there are certain trends in that a, family. It's a trend but, in the family, but you can like what you Courtney like. And, and Kendall, it's a trend. I'm just saying. Who's Kendall? Kendall's the model, but but no, 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 I know who she is. But like, who she dated? Well, she was dating an NBA player, so I mean, go. yeah. I, I, but again, you know what? A lot of times, you like who likes you. And if that's you're making fair. yourself look a certain way, that's a good point. People are gonna like you. The the certain people who like the way that looks are gonna like you. But can I just say what? I don't know. I feel like there's a certain guy who likes me, and I don't always like him. That's true. <laughs> but if you make yourself look a certain way, a certain guy might like you, right? Yeah, if I looked a different way, like if I dyed my hair blonde, I'm sure I'd get a lot of different guys exactly. who liked me. Exactly. So they have now played into who likes them because of how they look. I guess the question is like, is it right or wrong? Right? I mean... it's the, That's the hard part for me because I feel like the Kardashians, the older ones, they're from the 90s. And in the 90s, it was hip hop. It was a certain culture and it wasn't so much black or white. It was like, this is what is in. It was J-Lo. It was Little Kim. It was a silhouette. And it was a, a style. Yeah. And they fell into it. And they just carried it on. So let me ask you this. Um, I don't really have a dog in this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm pretty natural to myself like yeah. i wear my hair natural yeah yeah um very rare very rarely straighten it mm-hmm. um i don't normally wear a lot of makeup mm-hmm. um i go out into the sun and so yeah yep. but i don't like overly tan exactly. you know what i'm saying like, you're not I, doing too much i'm pretty much just this is the way the are. lord made me yeah. and we're you either rock with it or you don't right. um so like i don't really but so ariana grande has gotten very similar uh accusations about black finishing because she you know she's naturally italian so she's a little bit white whiter yeah and she tans and then she's got the hair yeah and then she you know so i mean like i don't know it just feels weird ariana grande doesn't give me that i feel like ariana grande first of all i thought she was hispanic because the name no just the way she presents well, because she does the tan stuff, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I did. I really thought that she. She's also from Miami. I didn't know she was Italian. You've just taught yeah. me something. I thought, I thought she was also Hispanic. Yeah, and I remember being young and being like, "Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. We and actually got. She's not Hispanic. We get one. No, we don't. <laughs> wow, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. okay. That just changed the no, whole game she's for Italian, me. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't get that from. Her. I feel like Ariana. Ariana Grande is just being who she is, which is just a young girl who identifies with certain things. And she also has a voice that, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's specific. It's very unique. Yeah. It's unique. And that's her thing. Yeah. Um, the, the Kardashians though, I think the thing I have with them is that I respect what you've done for the culture, but like you need to, you need to actually acknowledge that that they've taken your cues from an aesthetic standpoint have come from a lot of black women like you need to have they not they have not and that's the problem that's the problem it's like go ahead like you're literally raising black women but we just had children with black men we just had this conversation though about like if i say things that were 
what it, what is it called? I don't you know, know what I'm talking. It's like American, um, African American vernacular English. Oh, oh if yeah, I say ADOS, you know, yeah. and like sometimes you don't really know where that comes from, like. But you say it. But I say they it. They know. You think they know? They know. They they old enough. They know. Okay. They have black right. friends. Kim is best friends with Lala. Can't you know? I don't know. You're just saying Chloe, words at this. Uh, Lala Vasquez. You don't know who she is. No. Okay. Well, Lala was a MTV star, the- and she's now a very like I. I respect Lala. She came up through MTV. She's married to Carmelo Anthony. She is a broadcasting person who has now gone on gotcha. to do other things. Okay. She's best friends with and Kim she's Kardashian. Black. She's black. She's Hispanic, but she's black. Also, they 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 know they know and. I need acknowledgement. Sorry. I need acknowledgement that, you know what? We like this aesthetic and it fits us. It and does. that's the reason why we've done it. Why do you need that? Because you obviously are wearing cornrows <laughs> and marrying several black men and you're raising black women. I mean, I'm not trying to make this podcast super racial, but like. It's very circular today. All of y'all. It is, isn't it? All of y'all. You know, let's just say Kim, Chloe, Kylie. Mm-hmm. You have daughters Kim, by okay. black men and yeah. sons. Your children are black. I mean, you don't want to say it. And on an episode, they've said we're raising children of a different hue. No, that's <laughs> not what you're doing. That's not what you're doing. All right, yeah. Your children are black, and you need to you need to go ahead and. Go ahead and get on board with that and figure out what it means because that's really what you're doing. I don't actually. I, so, again, I don't care about the Kardashians. Um, I acknowledge that they are important. Um, I actually have like a very specific theory involving uh, their father. Well, now's the time to say it. Do you want me to say it right now? You're on a podcast that's owned by you, so just say it. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's. Okay, so my theory is that if. OJ Simpson trial had not happened, Trump would not have been president. Oh, oh, oh. This is a hot take. Hot take, hot take, hot take. Okay, so I don't want to spend too much time on this because. Wait a minute, what? I I actually have like a very detailed timeline of facts and um, events. And I I feel like we might need to make this another podcast. Literally, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm I'm not prepared like exactly for this, but basically, my theory is that if OJ Simpson, well, let's just say this because we can't get sued here. Mm-hmm. Um, Can if, we not? Oh, my God. How am I spacing oh, no. on her name right now? You're not wrong. Nicole Brown. If Nicole Brown had not been murdered one night by who we're not sure, and OJ Simpson, I can't. He, we don't know. We don't sure. know. We don't we know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But if, if OJ Simpson had not um, gone to trial for that, and the events that transpired during that trial had not happened, which include obviously the Kardashian patriarch, then um, the Kardashians would not be to the fame that they are. Then we wouldn't have this obsession with like celebrity culture that we do. You think he started celebrity culture? Not that he started it, but... Shit kind of starts again. There's a very detailed timeline that I have okay, because I'm a little okay. neurotic. Okay, and okay. Basically, the whole point is that, like, if OJ Simpson doesn't go to trial, that whole shit doesn't happen with all his kids. And the we Kardashian- don't have a reality situation of TV, and none of this happens. 
and Trump doesn't become president. I kind of I you're I'm right, right? I kind of agree with you. You can say I'm not wrong. Wow, you're not wrong. Thank you. Yeah, so wow. I have that's my conspiracy theory. So uh, all that to say that I do acknowledge the impact that this family has had on American culture. Wow. Yeah. And this is interesting. I'm all <laughs> I'm all in now. I wasn't I am sorry to rock your world with that. I feel like I'm all in. I didn't prepare you for that. I'm all in. So look, what else happened this week is <laughs> Okay, moving on. Uh, sto- Wait, uh, not done on the Kardashians real oh, quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Lately, my biggest issue, Kendall, like, while she's fine, kind of also sucks. She's the Pepsi commercial one, right? The, the model. One that, yeah, walk Pepsi up to the commer- like, we're She's just, actually kind of like the flyest one. We're, okay, yes. Just because she's like a six-foot model, this because she's bone a, thing. And that's fine. Yeah, that's what we like. But she's curing racism with Pepsi, and then she's making, you know, tequila in... The desert with I a know. bunch of Mexican people. <laughs> but, you know, a tequila brand that's Mexican for Mexican. She's wearing a fucking poncho with a sombrero. And I'm like, yo, really? This is what... At least when George Clooney did it, he didn't go out there and put his hair in some braids and, like, wear... You know, ride a fucking burrow. So, I know. I know. I'm, you know, I that's... Know. It's fine. It's fine. It's bad. It's, it's bad. fine and make your money. But, like... It's bad. There's a lot going. <laughs> they they they're doing a lot of poaching on culture. They're doing a lot, and but is it like? <sighs> but they, they have culture. But the Kendall stuff like bothers me more, and I don't know why. I think I know why it bothers you, but why? I mean, it's closer to your that's, thing. You know what I'm saying? Fair. Like that, it, no, it's, Kim and Kim and Chloe bother me because it's like, come on, y'all. I think like, that, don't tell your daughter like we don't see color. Like stop. Like stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. Like they're they're. They're, they're pretty black. You need to say you are black and here's what you're going to deal with. They're not going to deal with shit, though, because they're so rich. No, they will. You think? Yeah, they will. And that's the sad part about it. But their moms will prepare them because they're like, we don't see color. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop I don't, it. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, well, people see color because we have eyes. <laughs> And people look different for a reason, and we need to talk about it. Well, okay. The Kardashians are over, but they never will be over, will they? They won't. They I think won't. they're going to like, stay with us like And I can't COVID. wait to taste this tequila, to be honest. I have to try we it. We should do a tasting on the pod. I'd be down for that. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Um. So, yeah, what else? <laughs> I mean, on. The, else? Other, the other thing that happened this week was like Chrissy Teigen came back to social media. But not without a thud that was heard throughout the world. You know what's funny about what you just said right now? What? You could have put that in any other week that we have this recording. Because she comes back. And it would have been so timely. It's almost as similar as Demetria Lovato, where we're just going to consistently talk about whatever the hell's going on. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, brother. So, I saw a little bit about this. Yeah. So... Chrissy Teigen has taken a break from social media and this week she came back. And when she came back, the designer, Michael Costello, also came back. He was always there. But he <laughs> he posted about a situation he had with her in 2014 where she had bullied him. And it was pretty bad. So I'm just going to kind of explain it's to you al- what okay. happened. It's always, you can explain it for sure. I appreciate that. But it is always bad with Chrissy Teigen. I know. Chrissy Teigen. Okay, so. Can th- we move on? Can no. we move on from her? No. We don't need her? 
No, we do. I didn't ask for her. We do. I didn't want her. We want her. I don't. <laughs> we need her. No, we don't need she's her. She's necessary. I do. She's not. She's necessary. She's absolutely not. And I you know think what? she is. And I was. I said this before. I'm. I was. T- I didn't have a feeling about her because to me, she felt like yeah. Some of the things she says are funny. Here's my. Uh, here's the first thing I'm gonna say. My stance, and it's okay. the same way I feel about the Kardashians and a lot of the people. Mm-hmm. If you can make money then i respect that like if you can figure know, out a right. way to make this into a business like i know that's the right. kardashians did like she clearly has done i know that's um, right i put taylor swift into this vein yeah. where i don't really dig her music so much yeah it's it's decent it gets better it gets worse but i i can respect the fact that you make money yeah. i respect that about chrissy Teigen. I don't need her though. Like this, the you Twitter, don't need her. Twitter, she's not a character that she, you need. No, she is. She's a tryhard so bad. It's like we get it. You need attention. Move on with your life. Like what is wrong with you? I think that Chrissy Teigen is necessary. I feel like she's almost like a killmonger. Um, if you're familiar with um Black the, Panther, okay, yeah, she's like she's just a antagonist that calls you on stuff. And she might go overboard. She but normally overboard. if she's saying something about you, there might be some shit with you. So last time she was telling someone to go kill themselves. It was the girl that was 16 marrying a 60-year-old. They are they were 16. And she also and was marrying married, a 16. And they married she a 16. She was also kind of crazy. Too. That's fine. But again, uh, you know, 16 marrying a 60, 50-year-old, you're not, you're a child. Anyway. Well, you're marrying him on TV, so right. I, I would argue that you actually... When your parents sign you up for that, yeah, I think. I mean, hey, she's went along. When your parents sign you up for hey, that. Right. Well, if you get married on TV to a 60-year-old and you're 16... She didn't have a choice. She's 16. Okay, she does. And also, she liked him, because I watched... After the episode, I went and watched the show. I went and watched the show. serial abuser. I went and watched the show, and this girl was loving this man. And she agreed yeah, to do the show. Her. He okay. groomed her, and then he abused her, and then she well, escaped him. And then, you know what? He was doing it to some other girl wherever he, he moved. Yeah, he was. In the Midwest. So, But that's not Chrissy Teigen's fault. No, but what I'm saying is Chrissy Teigen's out here, 27 years old, trying to 16 year old killer. She's necessary to right. bring to light. What Here's the hell the did she do this time? So in 2014, Michael Costello had a situation with a a designer, right? Very small time designer. They're all in LA, first of all, which makes it, you know, kind of like yeah, it's not and it's not New York, so it's it's LA. Oh wow, okay. So <laughs> they're out there. Hot take. Anyway, they're you know. He had a situation with a designer, a young, she was actually black. She's a white girl. She's a designer. And they had a kerfuffle. And I'll get more into that later. Okay. But to make the story short, um, he had an issue with a black designer and it came to light. And there was a comment under this black designer that said, Use the N word, and it had Michael. It came from Michael Costello's account, right? And it was photoshopped. It was photoshopped. The comment was not real, correct? But Chrissy Teigen saw it, and she had some insider knowledge about what happened between him and this black designer. You're assuming? No, it was true. Did I mean, she I've, say that? I've read the story. Okay. There's there's the background to this. It I'll happened bite. in 2014. I will buy it. And she came out against Michael Costello, and she was like, you know, you called this person the N word. I'm on you, like, you know, and what Chrissy Teigen does that 
I don't necessarily really agree with is she will tell you to kill yourself. That is her go-to jab. Wow, like let what me finish. Is up with let that? me finish. She will tell you to kill yourself. That's her <laughs> go-to grab, right? The way you're saying that, like it's just so like I mean, look, Chrissy Teigen, she'll tell you to kill yourself. Some people talk about your mama. Some people I, talk, talk about, about you. Some people talk about your kids. I'll talk about you and, and your mama. Some people will tell you to kill yourself. That's and excessive. that's what she did. And so that happened in 2014. He pleaded with her to stop dragging him because at the time, Chrissy Teigen was like bigger, I guess, than my sister. Well, she Costello. was blackballing him too. Right. She was yeah. trying to blackball him in Hollywood, which really didn't work because Michael Costello has been very successful. Well, he said he lost gigs in shows and He's stuff. He's dressed of her. Beyonce. Lady Gaga. I can only report on what I heard. Right. So he's done just fine. But at that time, it was a big thing. And he now, he at that time it happened. And he went, I guess he just let her do what she did. And now in 2021, a day after Chrissy Teigen returns to social media, Michael Costello comes out and says, this is something that I've been holding on to. I don't blame him. I was in 2014 bullied by Chrissy Teigen and I now need to say this so that I feel better about myself. Um, And... I don't like what she did to me. She told me to kill myself. He showed text messages between the two of them that said, you know. He was like telling her, look, what you saw was Photoshop, which it was. Right. What you saw online was Photoshop, which it was. Yes. And so stop doing this to me. Right. You're making my brand bad. You're hurting me. And she wouldn't stop. She still continues to drag him. Right. Yeah. So now he came back. On social media a day after Chrissy Teigen returns to social media. Because Chrissy Teigen did say um, about a month ago, like, I need to take a break. I need to reevaluate what I've been doing. I know personally. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I I know personally that she has been on a sober journey. Okay. That's part of what she's doing. From like your talks, you know, when you guys call each other at night. And I think part of her, her, what she's doing right now is making amends, which is a part of the 12 steps. I think she is fully addicted to Twitter. I think that I think Chrissy Teigen has to, substance abuse issues. I think she's probably, it seems like the way she was just like fully clouding, clout chasing, as they say, uh, just fully addicted to attention, the, the public eye, the attention, yeah, yeah. the way that it made her feel to yeah. be the bigger person in these scenarios. Yeah. And you know what? Like more power to you. But now people are going to get upset when accusation after accusation founded by yeah. the way, like fully factual is coming I mean, out that you're I don't just know telling about that. Well, I mean like people show the, the DMS. I mean, show people, the receipts. he says that stop doing this to me because you're hurting me. And I really did not say that in the comments. Yeah. Which is factual, mm-hmm. but Michael Costello's not completely innocent. Okay. What did he do? So this is what I want to bring up here. And I'm not trying to say Chrissy Teigen is right because I personally feel like a comment or a, a like se- telling someone to kill themselves to me is kind of off limits. I don't insult people that way. No. I don't. I don't. No, you shouldn't. Absolutely. Right? I, there's a lot of things that are to me off limits because as I said in the last podcast, there are certain things you can say to a person that can create a visceral physical reaction. To me, it just wouldn't occur to me to say 
kill yourself. That you should kill yourself. Or take a dirt nap. It wouldn't, uh, it just wouldn't be, now I like, I fully own that I may say something about your mother. Um, somebody might performance feel, last somebody night. might feel like that's fighting and that's, words. And, and, um, if I go that far, I'm very ready. Prepared. Yeah, I'm ready. But, right. um, I don't think I would ever be like, oh yeah, uh, you said this or you did this or you look this way. So you should just go kill yourself. Yeah. And I think that is dangerous when people are, are fighting mental illnesses and are already like having those issues and then you tell them that you know what if if i was thinking like man maybe that i should do that and then you tell me to go do that like it's not cool i mean i agree with you i agree with you so i don't condone what she's saying but what i'm trying to get to in this conversation is just the question of who gets to decide who the bully is. The bully is always, sorry, I know you, you were like on the breath of saying, but I know you the answer. I know the answer. What is it? The bully is the person with the most reach and the biggest audience. All right. So, because, especially, <laughs> you can go, you move my bed. <laughs> yeah. No, right. because in this world where like your audience will go to bat for you, will be your army. Like those people, if she puts that out to Michael Costello or about Michael Costello, her audience is going to go for him too. So if she's got the bigger audience than him, boom. Like, all right, that's valid. Thank you. So let's continue the conversation. Okay. So in 2014, she comes out with this comment because of what happened online. Mm -hmm. And Michael Costello is like, stop doing this. You're hurting me, blah, 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 blah. So what is happening behind the scenes is that, and this is all online as well. Okay. Michael Costello bought a dress from a very small time designer. All of this is in LA. Mm -hmm. Her name is Maxi J. She's online right now. She's okay. commented on the situation. He okay. bought a dress from her that looked that he liked and he brought it. And redid it and sold it for a whole lot more money on his website. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so when this designer recognized what he was doing, she said to him, Yeah, this has hey. happened before. Like, yeah, you get, yeah. Right. Like, hey, this is my design. What are you guys sure. doing? Blah, blah, blah. His co designer, oh her gosh. name's Stephanie. We got details. Then. Went on a tirade to Maxi J, who mm -hmm. at this time is a small-time designer, okay. and said, you actually stole the design from us. And oh, I'm teaching yeah, you a okay. lesson oh, no, no, about no, no, no. what you cannot do. And so she posted a long tirade on social media um. about how... She stole the design, and this was really Michael Costello's design, and I'm going to show you how we do you. And guess what she did? After all of it came out and it got messy, mm -hmm. she apologized. Right. Okay? She apologized and said... The co-designer apologized. The co-designer apologized and says, as designers, we grow attached to our creations, and I reacted emotionally before considering the effect it would have on the public and the brand. I realized that my attempt to expose the designer go. and the garment was extremely unprofessional. And for that, I apologize. I ask for your understanding and forgiveness. What are, You're putting a lot of emphasis for, on things. I'm, what this, is the let point? Let me finish. <laughs> 
and your forgiveness for my emotionally driven reaction. I have learned a valuable lesson from this and fully intend to address similar situations in the future more professionally. Sincerely, Stephanie Costello. So that happened and it created a, it created a, 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 a ripple effect within the community of people who this girl dressed and M- Michael Costello dressed. People called for Beyonce to boycott Michael Costello. Okay. Because he had dressed her before mm-hmm. because of what he did to this young black designer. Mm-hmm. They ended up coming face to face at a store, at a fabric store in LA. Jesus, were you there? Like, no, what are these facts? <laughs> it's the facts is that this. No, I know, but like, oh my the God. story was reported in 2014. You can go on YouTube That's right now I and see just... the story reported. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, long story short, in 2014, the story was reported that they almost got into a physical altercation That's at a like, fabric yeah. store where the guy who owned the fabric store actually admitted that Michael Costello called this girl the N word. So you're basically, okay, so obviously in this story that you've said, and I believe you is. Uh, you can go on. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not contesting it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, clearly Michael Costello was the person who was. Bullying. Bullying this He this bullied young a young designer. Right. So now you Bro, bully like, someone and Chrissy is, Teigen, this Chrissy is, Teigen came to your ass. Yo, but this hardcore. is why you got to stop. This is why. Chrissy Teigen has a problem because here's the thing. If Chrissy Teigen had gone after just this guy or just people who had done this kind of thing, then we're like, okay, Chrissy Teigen, she's out here, you know, kind of for these other Batman people. Like. She's yeah. She's, you know, she's this is a young designer. Like. She's got clout. She's going to stand up for that person. She's going to take Michael Costello to, to ask. Exactly. However, because of the fact that she's problematic, like because of all, you can't do that for every freaking person. You can't just do that. Oh, this girl married a fifty year old. We got to go after her. This because per- there's other people, and, and I'm spacing now because I haven't. Re- I haven't <laughs> Who else? Because I don't know anybody she's gone after that's been no, no, non problematic. No. There were a couple people that also came out at the same time as Courtney Stodden, and I am spacing because I did not reacquaint myself with the former story before this other story. Yeah. But that's the problem is you're diluting. And I think that's what people don't realize is like, it's so easy to say so much, especially on like Twitter, where you have to be kind of like posting at least, at least a couple times a day mm-hmm. to stay relevant, where you've just diluted yourself, where you could have been a Batman, you know, Giver, mm-hmm. <laughs> the opposite oh of Batman in this case. Yeah, but a now, Batman giver. But now you're you have. What do I believe? In? And not necessarily do I believe, but what do I care about? Because, yeah, you diluted your brand because you just kept talking about other pu- people. This should have. It sounds like a very serious incident that did happen in 2014. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, this guy sounds like a dick. But because she said that to. 30 other people that day, go kill yourself. Suddenly, I don't really care, Chrissy Teigen, what you have to say. He sucks. This poor young woman was was screwed over. And I don't care why you inserted yourself in the story, except for the clout. That's the thing. So my question is, though, what makes Michael Costello such a victim if he's been a bully? Not to mention, and you can talk about the Leona Lewis issue, 
if you know about it. I was just going to keep moving on. I don't really. No, I'm not going to keep moving on because okay. the problem okay. is that. We're going to we, go for three hours. No, we're not going to go for three hours. But we make people demigod. We make people villains because at the time. What they're saying seems really mean. And now Michael Costello is talking about he wanted to kill himself because of this. But you say nothing about the fact that you actually caused harm to a person who was less than you and is a designer who had a physical altercation with you. Where what happened to that story, Michael? Yeah, so he's also gone into it lately with Leona Lewis, who's a singer. I actually do enjoy her music. Um, And she's basically accused him of body shaming her. Yeah. And refusing to make her a dress for a fashion show. Yeah. And he's, I mean, frankly, after hearing this and seeing his comments about Leona Lewis and everything, I mean, the guy's scum. Like, there's really. He's not scum, though, Elizabeth. I think so. If like, you're going to steal someone thing. else's work. And, nobody yeah. is scum and nobody is perfect. And I feel like no. this is what millennials no, no, no. do. No. You guys categorize uh-uh. people as being like no. the worst because they told somebody to kill themselves or the yeah. best because now they're crying online. Two things can be correct at the same this time. This is true. And so Chrissy Teigen can be um, stupid is not the right word, but um, an asshole. Ignorant and yeah, an asshole for doing what she, how comporting herself in the way that she did. And Michael Costello can, I say he's scum because if you're stealing someone else's creative work, like to me, that's just disgusting. Like, that's what people do. It is. It's the business. But it doesn't make it right. And no. to me, it makes you scummy. Like you're pretty scummy if you're stealing someone else's design. So, I mean, if all this happened and, and then you're calling them the N word and like potentially fighting them. Right. So, like, and a fabric store in LA. Right. So you're scummy. So like, it's, I mean, it's just like, I think the real question is here, like, you know, they both suck. So why do we care? We care because, because Chrissy Teigen, like you said, has more followers and more of a pull and more of a reach. Her telling him to commit suicide now He's saying it's affected his mental health. He's going online a day after she returns to social media saying his mental health is so affected and here's what he's dealing with. Now he gets a lot of sympathy, but it's like, for what? We, Why are you upset because of some shit you did now causing people to react? And this is why you shouldn't act this way though, because he doesn't get a chance to do that if she's not being being dumb at, at a certain point and and reaching out to him so that's to true. me it's like it's just clout chasing it's clout she it's was, all cap she's clout chasing is the millennial when say. she it's all cap no cap it's all it's, it's all clout it's, chasing tell me about fan fiction i'm actually curious about this all right so jason doesn't know this yet <laughs> we had actually talked earlier today about like potentially adding a little bit more formatting and um adding like something where I could bring in millennial culture and then Nicole could bring in something to me because I don't know a lot about. And this is actually something where I feel like I'm almost exposing myself because Hmm. I don't I'm not as familiar with like 90s culture. Yeah. And so I mean, so I was born 94. Okay. 
So there's things that I know because I'm interested in like certain genres of music or I'm interested in like certain things, certain topics. But then there's other things that I do not know um, <laughs> because I didn't. I was not alive. I agree. And so <laughs> same here. And and to you, yes, you're alive. But then there's a lot going on right now that I feel like someone could potentially miss out on. I live my life fully on the Internet almost. And yeah. so there's a lot of things I know where. I've said, I, I know one day we talked about YouTube and then you went and told your son and he was like, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, and you were like, I have no idea who these people are. For sure that happens. So basically all that to say, this is uh, a new idea we're going to we're gonna brainstorm. It's called Millennial Moments. So I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory on something that is pretty big and culturally to me. Something Tell I'll me. always remember. I want to learn. Okay, so you're familiar with Twilight. Yes, I like Twilight. I like vampires. Okay, stuff. did you read it? No, I watched the movie. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I was like um, twelve when it came out. Maybe it probably came out in two thousand eight. I don't know. How old does that make me? Fourteen, thirteen. That was like I was thirteen in eighth, years yeah, ago. Yeah, I was in eighth grade. Yeah, so, it was like thirteen years ago. Yeah, so I was like thirteen years old when Twilight came out, and mm -hmm. I remember it was like a phenomenon, right? Like it was huge. Well, movies come out, the whole thing. How familiar are you with fan fiction? Not very familiar. Okay, this is so, a new concept. So if I said to you, Fifty Shades of Grey is a fanfic of Twilight. What does that mean it, to you? It doesn't. Like, I when you said that to me earlier today, I was like, does that mean it's in the same universe? Like, I'm just now getting into, like, the universe of things. Like, Conjuring is, is in the Annabelle universe. Oh, so you mean like the, like the MCU Mar Marvel yeah, Cinematic Universe? Yeah, like M. Night Shyamalan, no, Unbreakable is, in the is in the... Yeah, that, that's, new, that's a new concept to gotcha. me. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So, no. Yes, you're you're on to something. Okay. But, um, no. That's not what this is. That's not what this is. What is this? Okay, so fan fiction is... Do you know what fan fiction is? I'm curious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, fan fiction is... A concept as old as like fiction. It's a very, it's, this is a, a thing that has been happening. Um, I think Kirk and Spock are like the, oh, like OG kind of online slash fiction. Okay. I'm saying a lot of words. Yeah. Okay. Am I, or may I or may not Kirk mean. and Spock. Okay. Like and you know what OG means? So yeah. we're on a good spot. Yeah. So um, basically, fan fiction is when a fan writes their own fiction based on something that already exists. Okay. So, like, for example, in, like, Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Ron gets with Hermione. Yes. Maybe I would rather Hermione get with Harry. And so you write a story about so that? So I write a story about that. And oh, so now brother, it's Harry, Harry slash Hermione fanfic. Mm -hmm. So then you have the concepts, and this is something I'm sure I'll talk about later, of, like, canon. Yeah. So canon's like what actually happened I know. per yeah. the author. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the concept of the, OTP. What's that stand for? Yeah, you know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>. uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so OTP is one true pairing. So oh. for example, you may feel that, like I said, Hermione, in that example, Hermione and Harry are the better duo. Okay. So that's your OTP. I have a lot of that feeling about so, stuff. It's a normal feeling, I feel like. That the, people, yeah. But people don't know that this exists out there. So the reason this matters, I'm explaining a lot of concepts off the bat because you're going to need to know what this means. Okay. So this is something a lot of people don't know. 
And it's been something that I've been like, I need to figure out how to do this so that I can get rich. I know that's right. Because it's a lot of stuff you can go mm-hmm. on about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, Fifty Shades of Grey is a fanfic of Twilight. Someone that was into Twilight wrote, wrote Fifty Shades. a Sh- fan fiction. Why? Based on what? So the the author, it's, there's a website. It's a very popular show website called fanfiction.net okay and so i've actually read fanfiction on there don't mm-hmm. judge me I'm i was 13 um and you know what maybe i was 27 it's okay. not even- <laughs> maybe it was yesterday <laughs> maybe it was this <laughs> afternoon i don't know but um this this author by the name of snow queen ice dragons oh <laughs> published like the name master of the universe in 2009 like mm-hmm. and what it is is it's Fifty Shades. So it's basically like we're almost practically word for word. Did they steal it? It is word for word almost. Twilight to this this concept where instead of it, because there's like some fan fiction, like I said, is like slash fiction. So it's like mm-hmm. this person, this person. And sometimes it's like different universe. So it yeah. might be like in this universe, there are vampires. In this universe, They're regular. he's a CEO. So, oh my um, god, this be- is going deep. Yeah, in this universe, I believe that I don't actually think he was a CEO just yet. I think it was Edward and Bella, but and I've actually never read the original. No, I haven't either. <laughs> I don't even. I'm not talking even Fifty Shades of Grey right now. Oh, I'm which still one? talking about Master of the Universe by Ice Snow Queen Ice Dragons. Ooh, um, it okay. was Twilight and Bella, but BDSM. Damn. What? Right. Oh which, my god, this is so, going deep. So then it was like a very popular fan fiction. It gets kind of, she takes it offline. She changes it up. Suddenly Edward is Christian Grey and he's a CEO. And Bella is uh, Anastasia Steele and she's a college journalism student. And now it's the same story. But just different. They just change all the little characters to different names. And so like. I hope this girl got paid. The. Ice Snow Queen yeah, Ice Dragons. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that becomes Fifty Shades of Grey instead of by Snow Queen. Yeah. It's now E. L. James, who's the author. Yeah. So in 2013, when this comes out, she's the highest paid author by Forbes. She makes 95 million dollars. Damn. Yeah, and later she would go with all the like movies and the sequels Damn. because Twilight had three sequels. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, two sequels. Yeah. This trilogy. Yeah. She makes two more sequels yeah following more or less the same story she so get this then so like is this plagiarism became a question right i mean not if you pay the person for it well she took a story from someone else yeah used all their characters it's plagiarism okay but if she contacted the person who wrote it and no, was she like didn't. i'm doing no, this no, no no she didn't so there's a huge feud between stephanie meyer from the twilight universe and E.L. James from Fifty Shades of Grey. That's the issue. And they f- kind of fight because, like, there's bad blood. Because Stephanie Myers come out and said, now, how did, did you she, know all this? Why did she get inspired from Twilight to do how did you not Fifty know? Shades of Grey? It's crazy to me when people don't know this. Because as a bookie, and I, or not bookie, but, like, as a book uh, bibliophile, yeah, yeah. and as someone who, like, loves the internet, this was huge news. But, but, but I'm trying to figure out, how did you get inspired from Twilight to do that? I don't know. It's that's not question. How we don't do people qu- tell people to kill themselves? We these don't. Are, these are questions. <laughs> don't go we there. don't know. Like to. we don't. There's no discussion about how you got inspired. 
I mean, I'm just curious about the whole like. Okay, so trans- I think I think the transition. thing is like you know you get into a work, a fiction or what have you. Yeah. Whether it's a movie or book or whatever, and you feel something for these characters. So I think like it can be easy for you. Were these characters in Twilight? Bro, what are you not understanding? I'm. You need to explain it to me better. Who was in Twilight that is now in Fifty Shades of Grey? I just said Edward became Christian Grey. Yeah, but that's not the same person. She's changed them. Okay, so she, she changed t- their name. So she takes the character. <laughs> yeah, but Edward was what? The vampire. <laughs> the guy in Fifty Shades of Grey is not a vampire. Or so is he? Edward the vampire became Christian. The, C- the CEO. Right, again. I Did I not say that? You did. But what I'm saying is that a CEO does not necessarily correlate to a vampire. Oh, well, it yeah. does in the aspect of like Edward had a bunch of money. He could do whatever he wanted. Okay. He had fancy cars. Again, I am not familiar with this genre millennial girl you need to explain it to me okay so you are taking a person who is a character in another book and basically making them someone else well for the purposes of publishing what are the similarities of edward and this guy other than being rich literally everything what else like the way so the way the story goes when you map it up beat by beat Mm -hmm. it is very similar to what happens so they meet, there's an instant attraction. Mm-hmm. He needs to stay away from her, but he actually needs her. She is Thank you. This is instantly good. attracted yes, to him. Yes. And then there's a point where he saves her life. They get together. Now, obviously, when you're looking at like exactly every single point, it's gonna be different because they don't have sex in Twilight and they do have sex in this book. A lot of sex in Tons the other book. Yeah. But and it's uh violent so i wouldn't say that but um i wouldn't go that far violent it's not bdsm in twice i wouldn't say bdsm is like violent i mean he's doing crazy stuff it's bdsm yeah so um i mean i think i feel like violent it doesn't matter it's uh it implies non-consent this is these are two consensual yes so um yeah and then at a certain point she gets kidnapped by someone who's an enemy of him, which is kind of exactly what happens in in Twilight, and he goes and saves her, and then they end up back together. Okay. Um, I think in the first book, she, he she actually dumps him, but then they're like together in the second book. So it Oof. basically follows the plot points of Twilight. It has the characters of Twilight. Mm-hmm. You can directly draw a line, like I Between said. Between that and Twilight. Edward is Christian. Bella is this person. That's and very interesting. You can say like, oh, this person is Alice from Twilight and this person. That's very interesting. Yeah, and so she went on to make $95 million in one year. And then she kept going and then they made all the movies. But then it wasn't enough. So Stephanie Meyer, who wrote Twilight, she had this whole thing where she was going to write Twilight from Edward's perspective. Oh. And it was called Midnight Sun. Interesting. It was stolen and leaked. What? I love that no one, like, I'm, like, so into all this news. (laughs) So... I know nothing of this. Part of it was leaked, and she got really upset, and then she didn't release the rest. Mm -hmm. In the meantime... She announces she's going to, like, actually finish and release Midnight Sun. Mm -hmm. Guess who writes a book? 
based on her male protagonist perspective. The other lady. E.L. James sends it. Oh, so Gray and Darker is released before Midnight Sun. And Stephanie Myers come out and has said that like this is straight plagiarism. But is it? It's hard to say because there's enough words changed that technically it's not even though. Jesus, this is a whole little crap. This is a cottage market here. So that's the thing that a lot of people don't know is that like actually Fifty Shades of Grey is just a fanfic of Twilight. Damn. And there's actually like kind of a fanfic of Fifty Shades of Grey. What is it? Oh no! So that's the thing. I don't even want to know. You can just keep going. So there's a there has been something that I I wouldn't say that it's I wouldn't say it's as bad. What is it? Fifty Shades to Twilight. What is it? Pretty much you can see that directly. There's another show or a movie called After. I don't know anything about this. You've gone so, too deep for me now. Yeah, so that one is a Wattpad story that people say is like basically Fifty Shades of Grey. And I'm like, so we're just like derivative to the point of. We're on to the third level. And people are making millions of money. So what are we doing? It's a good question. We need to find a book right <laughs> and now. And fan fiction it. And then just make it BDSM. That's my thing. That's my I mission. I some ideas. I'm all ears. So listen. Here's the thing I want to talk to you about from the Gen X files. All right. Okay, Gen X files. Let's go. Gen X files. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Early this week, I showed someone the graphic for our podcast, right? Okay. Where we're like drinking coffee and having fun and talking. Sure. Being nice. Very different than today. Being nice. I wonder what that's, that's what like. I do. I wonder what it's like to. I don't know. You show, not have Nicole yell at you. Show me, Elizabeth. <laughs> How I, you can be nice. I think that if we I'd like pulled to, the two people I, listening to this, they'd be like, she's much nicer. I don't know. You're a hard one. All right. So anyway, Files, someone was like, what? Who is that? The picture of you with a nice little baseball cap and your white T-shirt and you're drinking an iced coffee. Uh-huh. There's a picture of me drinking a hot scalding coffee. Okay. With my shirt, black shirt on and my hair, which I have braids right now. And the and Illust- you had braids done. The illustration was based on that, but they were like, you look like Millie Vanilli. So um, I didn't know who that was. And I said to her, and this is what I look like Millie Vanilli. They said I look Millie Vanilli. And she's like, who is that? So and I was is- like, you know something? I don't know if I can continue. So this is why I said that this feels like, like I just told you a little story about some shit that happened that you didn't know and really doesn't affect anyone's life. I feel like, and no one's going to judge you for not knowing that. Because it's not as important as Millie Vanilli. I don't want to say important, but I just feel like there's, uh, yeah, I'm opening myself. I'm being vulnerable, just so you know. I want credit. I thought that Millie Vanilli was a woman. What? See, <laughs> was one singular crazy. woman. Until- <laughs> Millie is her name. Yeah. Vanilli last I like, name. <laughs> I was like, Miss Vanilli sounds like a wonderful woman. She sounds great. Help us, Lord. No. <laughs> Millie Vanilli is from the 90s. 1988 to 1989 was sort of like their run. There are two men who are actually German and French. I did find that out because I had you to. You looked it up, didn't well, you? Well, no, I was going to like write the description for this. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, let me see if I can find a song title. That'd be yeah. cute. And then I was like, oh, it's two dudes. Oh, they're it's French. It's two dudes. That's great. Right. So like they so were. So which one do you look like? Millie or Vanilli? I don't know. It doesn't matter. They both look the same. That's <laughs> okay. the whole point. Wow, that's racist. I know it is, isn't it? <laughs> so like during the 90s or the late 80s, early 90s, um, Millie Vanilli were sort of during like the super like poppy MTV era. I think Bobby Brown might've been during that time. And like, it was just like the height of pop. 
And so they came out, they had these long braids and like these European cut suits and they were like doing the dances. It can you give me one of their songs? Girl, like, you know, it's true. That's the one that everybody like, give me something. No, I'm not going to sing for you. you. We can cut it, but I just need to know. Girl, what. you know, it's true. No, you're trying to set me I'm up. Not this is what you do. You're being like David Dabrowski. I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> This is what they did. They were just like very poppy. You can look it up on YouTube. It's I will, everywhere. I will. And so they won a Grammy. They won a Grammy for this for song. Ms. They won Manelli. a Grammy. She yeah. sounds wonderful. So anyway, um, they did some they did some interviews, right, for MTV. And in one of the interviews, like their accent was so thick that it made the people at MTV be like, how did they sing this song? <gasps> Wait, were they faking? Let me tell you <gasps> the rest of the story. You don't even know this the story. This is sto- like an what, you know ice, ice baby situation. You know the story. <laughs> so in 1989, during a live performance on MTV at Lake Compounds, which was in Connecticut, because okay. MTV used to have like these crazy parties like in like, that the Jersey like so Shore. I, I'm it, mad. I it was an era, okay, right? And so they had these parties where they would show the people performing, and they did this performance, and um, they did, girl, you know, it's true. Um, and then um, they sort of the speaker sort of skipped a little bit, and afterwards, the interviewer was kind of like, "What happened there?" Right? Like it skipped, and they were like kind of off. They were off, bro, because they're not doing. Oh my they god. And so long story short, what happened was that it came out that they were lip syncing all of it. The and they were album rap- was lip. No, they were not. They were singers. They were singers. singers. Okay. It wasn't even R&B. It was like pop. It's very okay. pop. You have okay. to go listen to it. Yeah, I will. So they were lip syncing all of it. The, the song they won the Grammy for. I'm clutching my pearls. The song on all the, the, they were selling the album for, they were all lip syncing. And so. That's nuts. It was nuts. <laughs> it was like one of the biggest pop music scandals of the 90s. But now everyone lip syncs. But not on the album where it literally is not your voice. Yeah, that's true. There was like so whose someone voice was else. It? I don't know exactly who it was. It would have been two dudes, right? Because it was two. It, it would have been a dude or maybe two dudes okay. who did the singing, but they literally did not sing any of the songs. And <gasps> they had but won a Grammy. They, I'm so, so it's like, how were they chosen to be the Millie they looked and good. the Millie? They, they looked okay. good. They, they did were look very, good. They were tall. They were slim. They had these long braids. It was very different from the U.S. sort of like pop person. Uh, they were European in style. Yeah. And so, and there was- They were black, right? They were black, yeah, yeah. but they were also European. So it was just a very like cool sort of aesthetic and people ate it up. And the songs were cool. People loved, girl, you know, it's true. Like people loved it, right? And they were not- Did they not it. like it afterwards? Was it like a they huge turn? They were completely so, done afterwards. They were done. Could you say they were- Canceled. Canceled. Did you say they were canceled? Rightfully. Sounds like. Rightfully so. Um, who gets to decide? Were Millie and Vanilli bullied? I don't know. It's just up for debate. They were not bullied because they actually did not do the work. Oh. They were exposed. It's so a that difference. So you could almost say that they like stole someone's creative art. They no no what it what it exposed was the machine mm. of the music industry. At Similar the time. to the machine. <laughs> Of perhaps the fashion industry. <laughs> wow, what a circular episode. I totally agree with you. There's a machine. Why do we cancel Millie and Vanilli? Bring them back. I know. You know what? Millie Vanilli 2021. Let's, Millie let's have Vanilli it. was the original karaoke. Okay. 
It was the original karaoke. Because they were lip syncing. They were lip syncing. Other people lip sync. There's no way. Britney Spears' sister got canceled for lip syncing. Maybe I'll school you on yeah, that in the next that. episode. That's anyway. Well, that's, that's, a fun, that's a fun turn. I That was really, um, I did not see that coming. Yeah. They were a fraud. First. I really, you know, <laughs> again, I know if people ever listen to this shit and we keep going, there's going to be a lot of shit I don't know that's going to make me sound really stupid. And me too. I don't know a lot about what you guys talk about because a lot of it, I'm like, what? But my stuff, I feel like, because yours is older, it just ends up being like, you don't know this history? And it's like, I thought that Miss Millie Vanilli was a wonderful- Millie. <laughs> Miss Millie. Was a wonderful black woman oh who, God, who did a great job. Cook greens. Who was very popular <laughs> at what she did, <laughs> which I assumed was singing. Miss Millie. Miss Millie Vanilli. No. Vanilli, comma Millie. How do you guys even like watch <laughs> Family Guy? Like all the jokes are about shit that happened in the nineties. Uh, not Millie Vanilli. Okay, I think. All right, I don't know. I, I respect it. Thank you for teaching me about fan fiction. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm gonna be keeping an eye out now. Uh, look, keep an eye out not just for other fanfic, but also for like properties that you and I could just add some whips I'm and chains to. And I'm, I'm just saying, like, it could work. It is a lot. You know, we fight a lot, but we work together well. We do. Oddly enough. <sighs> You're right. <laughs> You're not right, wrong. Well, that's been the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you like what you heard. If you did, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to leave us a five-star review. If you do, we might just read it on the show. Thank you. See you.